Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Harley Breen, Guy Montgomery and Akmal. Today, the Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by friend of the show, Dave Thornton. Oh, Diamond Dave Thornton. Diamond Dave Thornton with his show, That Happened. This is your last week to catch Dave at the Melbourne Comedy Festival until April the 24th. He is at the Lower Town Hall. He's been killing at this festival. You heard Dave the other week in our 500th episode. He did a great job of that. He's one of the, he's, he's going back to, I think, about episode five, one of the long-standing, oldest mates of the show. Uh, always a good time at a Dave Thornton show, so go and, go and check him out. Absolutely. One of the most rock-solid stand-ups you'll find in Australia. Melbourne, your last chance to see him, but uh, he must be touring around the country. It looks like he's in Brisbane as well um, in about a month or so at the Tivoli. So uh, if you get half a chance to see Thorno, um, always red hot, yep. always in form, never let you down. Yep. Always, and done this show so many times over the years. Always so funny on this show. Always so funny on this show. Always uh, comes in pretty, you know, a lot of the time, pretty last minute. Happy to, you know, happy to come do it. So yep. you've you've uh, you've benefited from from the from the good um, the good fortune of Dave Thornton many times over the years. Absolutely, so see him. absolutely knows what he's doing. So yep. um, get along, get along. Also, uh, this weekend, come and see us. We have our live podcast, 4.30pm, at the European Beer Cafe on Saturday afternoon, April the 23rd. Yep. And then we have our rescheduled show. It is April the 24th at 9.45pm. It's the final night of the festival. It's going to be a loose, uh, chaotic muck around show. It's a day off the next day. So it's a big dum dum weekend if you're in Melbourne and if you're not get your get your little sweet hiney down there. 23rd, 24th, back to back dum dum weekend, 4:30 on the Saturday, 9:45 on the Sunday. Uh great guests locked in. Uh it's it's uh two different two two very different episodes I think they're going to be. Yeah. Like you said, one's going to be loose uh, Lucy Goosey style, we're, and we're not doing a drunk cast this this year, so that'll be sort of incorporated into that, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've got the following weekend, Saturday, April the thirtieth. We're down in Tasmania in Hobart at the Uni Bar. Check that out. Excited to get down to Tasmania. That's it. I'm just looking at my diary now and seeing that my uh, trip down there isn't plugged into my diary properly. So I really hope I've booked those flights. You're looking at your diary and seeing that there's not something in your diary. Well, it's it's. I can see the return flight. I just can't okay, see the flight Okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, come and check that out. Also, uh, thank you to everyone who's been to my show, Turtle Island, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I've added one show. It's this Saturday night, April the 23rd at 9.20pm. So, uh... Go to the podcast and then just fucking kill five hours and then uh, come and see the last show. I'd really appreciate uh, you guys filling that up if you missed it. Um, but yes, let's get into the episode and let's uh, we'll talk to you at the end in Talking Dum Dum. But until then, enjoy this new one live. Harley Breen, Guy Montgomery and Akmal. <laughs> Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. Oh, the European Beer Cafe. It's good to be here, although I've been self-isolating with COVID, so it's good to be anywhere. All right. 
Welcome to 1982. Very nice. Last gig we did, it was just, it's just nice to get back from nearly filling a thousand seater a couple of weeks ago to nearly filling a hundred and fifty seater tonight. So Yep, we're at the Athenaeum surrounded by our friends, people that have been on the show since we began. And then just before this gig, one of our guests came up to me and said, So the guys that do this, where are they? Um, <laughs> so I'm feeling pretty. I am in disguise. I am deep undercover. <laughs> Maybe COVID's changed my appearance. <laughs> You have a sheen now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. How, how was it meeting the, the famous celebrity COVID nineteen? How was it? Was, it was good. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I tested positive uh, four days ago. Um, anyway, it's good to be. <laughs> got bored. Thought I don't want to miss the gig. Yeah. Uh, no, it was. Um, it was fucking brutal. When are you gonna get off your fucking ass and contract COVID nineteen already? The hot girl disease. Come on, get with the times. Not for me. All the hottest people have had it. Me, Greg Larson, the queen, only the real stunners. Only the real stunners get COVID-19. Yeah, I haven't heard a good case for it yet, so I'm, uh, I'm, still, I'm still doing my own research. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right. Have yeah. you had the vax yet? <laughs> I, I have. I've, I just had one before. Honestly, don't yeah. don't stress it, guys. In my experience, it does fuck all. It was <laughs> absolutely zero help to me on the couch, shitting every fifteen minutes, barely I, I, able I, to I, speak, I, and then I got COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said you do a good impression of Husey, and you're even doing it now without the voice. Yeah, so, well. Yeah. So I so we did the we did the show at the Athenaeum and then uh, the next day on social media uh, Husey posted that he had tested positive and I had been sitting next to him at the gig and so I thought oh okay I'm gonna I'm gonna monitor this I'm gonna I'm gonna see how this kind of pans out and then the next day I got and got a scratchy throat and I like I kind of felt a bit foggy uh, and then um, all of a sudden the next day I woke up I couldn't fucking taste anything. <laughs> I thought, oh no! Day three, I was on domain.com.au looking up property. I thought, I've, I've caught it off, Hughie. Hang on, hang on. So, do you know COVID? <laughs> so then my girlfriend caught it off me like two days after me, oh, and must she be got nice. she yeah. She got really, really sick. Like, she was, she was way worse than me and I was pretty bad. And, like, she just in bed all day with a fever. And at one point I went in to bring her a glass of water and she just kind of, like, wakes out of this fog and she looks up at me and she goes, Babe, how could Husey do this to us? <laughs> <laughs> By that point I'm on, I'm on day five, so I'm like, I can't talk now, I'm on Twitter trying to get Dan Andrews sacked. <laughs> I think it's a new disease that I had. I don't think it doesn't really line up with many of the symptoms of COVID now that I think about it. Oh, you're all better now, Tommy. That's nice. That's mm. nice. I back. wouldn't go that far, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm outside. I'm allowed outside. All and right. That's all that matters. Yeah, nice yeah. one, nice one. And we're yeah. back. We're, we're doing the show, uh, what would you say, <clears throat> adjacent to the comedy festival. Yeah. 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 On at the same time as yeah. shows that are also paid to be in the comedy festival. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a good way of pronouncing it legally. So, I mean, um, not registering ourselves in the festival because we don't need their help to fill seats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Dum Dum Fever is catching. Um, <laughs> it is, uh, you, you're doing your show. I've been doing something much more fun, admin. Yeah. Um, I am, well, so you didn't the, register in the admin festival, no, you just. <laughs> no, you got Which pay. is weird to not do, because yeah. you think you'd enjoy it. That's admin. all part of it. Too yeah. much admin for me. Um, so uh, I've, been, I've been here, uh, you know, understaffed and stuff like this. In, the, in, this, in this venue, European Beer Cafe, mm-hmm. and just 
sitting on the fucking door and deal. And yeah, funny, I haven't got it, but I've dealt with like fucking hundreds of people per night. Still yep. haven't got it. Yep. But um, just, I, I wish I did have it at points, just so I could be home and not deal with the fucking <laughs> dumb cunts <laughs> that basically you people are. Um, <laughs> fu- Anyone uh, feeling scratchy in the throat? Maybe uh, we can make that dream come true. <laughs> Man. Honestly, four or five times I've been sitting on that chair just outside this room mm-hmm. at the base of that stairwell there and had people walk in and go, which way to the rooftop? Nice. In, in case you want to know at the end of this show, I'll give you the hot tip. It's up. Yeah. That sounds like the brain fog to me, so maybe you'll catch it off those, those geniuses. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's fucked. So good to be on stage and not being poor old Joshy out there uh, at the moment. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. How many? Yeah, remember up. <laughs> let them let them know. Uh, what else? What else we got? Guys, I know you're trying to be safe, but for God's sakes, take the masks off. We need all the help we can get up here. Honestly, we need <laughs> we need volume. We can't afford yeah. any muffling in this gig. If you got the masks on, here's what you have to do every time you uh, every time you find something funny. Jazz hands, please. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, here are these ones. Pret- <laughs> pretend you're deaf or whatever the fuck happens there. Finally, we're going to transition into the full rock of Stedford that we've always <laughs> been threatening to do on this podcast. Give us a bit of these ones, yeah, guys, yeah, if you're really loving it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Bring out the beat poetry yes. hands or whatever the fuck that's from. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like this. I go, if you really like it, put your hand, you know, do this, put your hands in there like this. Already we're getting hands just halfway up. Like, <laughs> give it up. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, what else? What else we got up top? Um, oh. We could have advertised this as one of those like safe kind of quiet sessions for autistic people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of loud yeah. noises to get spooked by in here yeah. at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Could have sold those extra tickets. Treat us as a Coles. Come in and do your quiet shopping. <laughs> 4.30 on Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> I did know, so I've been, I've been running things. I don't want to be spooked by any unsurprising unsu- punchlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be scared <sighs> when I'm buying my Campbell soup. Um, so... <laughs> it's good to be out of the house and punching down again, yeah. finally. God, I missed this when I was on the couch. To be fair, it's hard for us to punch down, but we manage it. So, yeah. <laughs> just digging into the dirt, <laughs> fucking king hitting worms. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did know, so I have been, I've, I've been doing the door, been like, uh, you know, running gigs. There's, there's a lot of friends of the show that are doing shows in this venue. Yep, yep. Uh, and then there's a few like best ofs and stuff, and mm-hmm. I'd... Uh, I had my ingenious uh, idea of having a best of UK in here. Yes. Uh, best of UK comedy. Then found mm. out there's no UK comedians in this town. Mm. And then uh, just going, uh, Dave O'Neill. Well, he's Irish, obviously, so he's <laughs> he's 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 definitely on. Fiddly dee, I've left me kids in the car. Yeah. So <laughs> 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 okay, the puffs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> I did. Uh, so I was going okay. This best of UK. Who I, I'm just, I'm just getting the sonar out. Anyone with an accent is like, I'm just out the window going, fucking come in here and tell a joke. You're please. just down at St Kilda of the backpackers, just yes. soliciting people who are walking in. Yes. Like, just get up and tell a yarn about yeah. something that's happened to you. So first, past. first night of the comedy festival, I was mm-hmm. like, oh god. And the venue manager was like, oh fuck, we're grim for numbers tonight. And um, I'm like, yeah, I've done all I could. And, you know, he goes, well, you haven't done everything you can. You know what you can do, obviously, tonight. This is the first Wednesday of the Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, what's your idea? He goes, go down and fly Shane Warne's funeral. <laughs> 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 I 
No, I mean... And that wasn't a joke. He honestly <laughs> suggested that. That's... I mean, they could do with a laugh, presumably. Like, just come see a gig. Just, yeah. just out yeah. the front of the MCG going, oh, Warney hated the Poms, but these ones are all right. Come and... <laughs> Flying a funeral for a comedy gig. It's yeah. not the worst idea. <laughs> it's honestly not the worst idea. Is it? Yeah. No, you, okay. We could have done it for guys, today. You guys need a laugh. Yeah, I think most of the people from the funeral are here today. I think. Yes. Uh, still still yes. morning. Still morning. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, one of the last gigs I did before uh, before the comedy festival, before I got sick, I did, uh, and some people here were uh, probably there, I went and did uh, the fundraiser for Nick Kappa, um, cancer's second most famous comedian <laughs> patient, Nick Kappa. Um uh, like why, again, it, cancer's punching down there. You, Kappa. Like, get, go go after Husey or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bone marrow transplant. <laughs> um, yeah, went and did the gig and, uh, yeah, line of, of us on at the Comics Lounge and I was kind of, like, thinking about what material to do and I thought, oh, I'll do my... Um, this routine that I hadn't done for a while about getting a getting a getting a make a, a wish from the Make a Wish Foundation yep. and how I famously wished for a laptop mm. um, nailed that one yeah. um, and uh, and so got up and uh, just before the gig as I was walking around now this is kind of like alludes to something that I talked about uh, last year at these live podcasts I see ex girlfriend of the show yes she'll be back <laughs> <laughs> she'll be back <laughs> we can. We can call her from now on, because she's like weirdly kind of friends with Kappa. Um, not to say that it's not to say that it's weird to be friends with Kappa, but to be honest, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I see her walking around. So then the pressure's on. I'm like, oh, I really want to go out and have a, a good gig. Um, yep. Couldn't give a fuck about raising money for Kappa. I just yeah. want to yeah. really rub it into Smash my ex. It. Yeah. Um, my ex cancer. I mean, I should say, like, I, <laughs> it was kind of in the building, and I wanted to really Come make on, it guys, see what it was missing. Is, even I'm laughing at this. Fucking get into it, guys. I'm still not 100% well. Yes. I can barely fucking breathe up here. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it is hard work we're to get through even, this. We're not even getting fucking jazz hands off you anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck my ass, Man. So, so I go up, I do the Make-A-Wish bit, and it goes great, right? I, like, the pressure really is on. Like, I kind of get up there and I go, I really want to have a fucking great one with my... Because I haven't seen her in, like, years and years and years. She hasn't seen me do comedy in years and years. Gig goes great, and then I, I'm feeling good. I'm pumping myself up, and then I'm thinking about it, and I remember, oh, hang on, that's material that I was doing when I was with her. <laughs> so now she's in the crowd. She's like, this fucking hack hasn't yeah. written a new routine yeah. in ten years. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't moved on from me or his own material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I only perform at gigs that are cancer-based, so I can do that <laughs> one routine that I have. <laughs> for some reason So oh, no. I mean that's my gift to her She gets to leave me yeah. Like yeah what a fucking loser Yeah hasn't I guess. moved on Yeah yeah great No feedback No feedback of her No no feedback of her um, Maybe I'll get to see her at the funeral <laughs> <laughs> That's woken you up hasn't it You did this uh, You drove me to this uh, Yeah If you don't like material Touch your fucking toes I think I have long COVID, guys. I'm technically disabled, so you have to get on board with everything I'm doing up here. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I think we've warmed these guys up. Oh, God. I think I've expended all the energy I had in the tank for today. Right, right, right. Okay, let's get a guest. Let's, let's get a, get guest, a guest. Let's get our first guest out here. Folks, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Danny McGinley! <laughs> Hey. 
think the fever's kicking in again. This can't um, be real, what I'm actually uh, saying right uh, now. Uh, 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 no, 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 no. No, I, I get it. Short's on stage. You don't like him. <laughs> Man, this is... You know the rules. This is a pub. This is a day with the boys. This is a pub, yeah. No kids. No what? kids at the pub. No kids at the pub? No kids at the pub. Only an absolute cunt would think that. <laughs> Uh, Hello, DHS. (laughs) I have a parent to report. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so fucking sick of you cunts. (laughs) If you could stop yelling swear words directly into your daughter's ear for one second. Shout out to your child's therapist when they're pulling this one out of her brain in 20 years' time. Yeah. No, she she seems like she's liking it. (laughs) Oh, well, this has been fun. (laughs) Vera, do you want to say anything to Carl? No. Nah. <laughs> I get that a lot from girls, to be fair. So. <laughs> Let's give it up for Vera, everyone. Yeah! What was that? He has done it again. A complete <laughs> arsehole. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. God. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh. oh. Uh, what a lovely cameo appearance. Still a bit long for my liking, but yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to need everyone to get their phones out that was just taking photos and please delete all of them because I don't... <laughs> the way I look, I don't think I'm going to come off well <laughs> in a photo with a young child live on stage. You sick son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, Bland, are you in the front row? You're going to make a fucking three-year-old look old. So just calm down <laughs> with the pics, will you? Incredibly inside baseball stuff. Yeah, exactly. Don't put a double chin on that young child, all right? (laughs) (coughs) Oh, God. All right, all right, all right. Okay, let's get on another first guess. All right, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Harley Breen! I know technically you want me to sit there, but I'm going to stay here because I don't want to catch dumb cunt. So <laughs> There's a pretty bad strain of it going around at the moment, brother. Yeah, and it's, it's long dumb cunt as well. It's been going for about 12 years. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you 12? <laughs> and, uh, so you're, you're performing you're, during the Comedy Festival. You're at the Athenaeum. We were there two weeks ago. Uh, we were when we were there. There was more advertising for you than there was for us, and it is paying off. I have tens of people in every night. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. I got the bill the other day, so it's like you know, we went in there and we we look. I don't mean to talk out of school, but I got the bill, and it's like, oh, we get charged extra for microphones, do we? So we were supposed to do that show to a thousand people a cappella. How bad? <laughs> Bit of barbershop quartet, but um, well, I've taken myself to, to haul myself like you guys do and sell merch, uh, because I have uh, 3,000 children, so um, <laughs> yeah, we invented merch, you're right, we were the first people to ever do it. I'd never seen it before, you guys, right? <laughs> well, you owe us money, it was our invention. Ah, well, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll give you some money, I've got to give the venue some money as well, of uh, sweet fuck all, yeah. um, but. <laughs> I, the other night I was uh, I was plugging that. It's great to finish a show with, hey, can you give me more of your money? It's yeah, really yeah, great. Yeah, People yeah. love it. And um, and I said, could you please pay cash? Because... <laughs> right. Fuck yeah. the ATO. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I, love it that, I love it that you're on the hallowed stage of the Athenaeum Theatre going, no need to tell the ATO about this. Just... Uh... <laughs> Well, then I said, you know, if you've got other payment methods like drugs, um, 
Okay. And, and then, again young, on stage. I've seen yeah. Elvis Costello on that stage. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, a young man uh, that looked just like me about 20 years ago with hopes and dreams still in his eyes. Um, <laughs> his step still forward. had a car? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he's got his car. Um, <laughs> I said, mate, your future's looking grim. So... <laughs> Well, he stepped forward, he goes, you ask and you will receive. And then he kissed me on the neck and then slipped a pinger in my hand. Ah! Fuck yeah, right? But the difference is, like, maybe even, like, three years ago, what I would have done if that had happened is just clonk and then just wait for what happens. You know? Now, I've already had three different meetings about when I should take that. (laughs) you got a roster on the pinger. Yeah, totally. Well, you know, I've got to figure in another three days of depression afterwards. Yes, yes, okay. See if my psychologist has got an appointment available. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so that, that, the other name, um, you know, it was an awesome gig, awesome to be there and to do it. But just the add-ons. Us getting charged for microphones is one thing. So we had you had signage, but we found out you had to pay extra. There was like an exorbitant Yeah, I'm fees. finding this out as you're talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a lot of fucking signs at the ass. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm I in got, negative. I got stung extra for the COVID that I got there, which I think is... Uh. I think is unfair. Yeah. So there was, when we walked in, it's like that thing where you, you think, we've got this sold out theatre, we're going to walk in, there's going to be, a, you know, our name up on the, uh, on the sign out the front and posters everywhere. There was literally nothing. There was nothing there, not one skerrick of our name or face or anything. In fact, there was this, rather than any mention of us, on the front door of the other name, there was just an A4, there was a tape there that said, Secondhand library books for sale, two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that got more signage than our show. That's, isn't that the name of our show? <laughs> no, that was a plug for funny buggers. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> two dollars, bit of a rip off. <laughs> got him out the front. I will take twenty bucks or a pinger. So, yeah. so when are you going to take the pinger? Oh, I just did it. <laughs> All right. The end of this gig should get pretty gnarly. Yeah. No, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, I want to honour that man and, um, and do it right. So I think I'll shelve it on my last yeah. show. <laughs> and just see if it, like, if it takes a full hour for it to come in. You know, just as I'm about to walk on stage. There you then, go. You know, yeah. When you said the guy came up to you and he slipped it, I really yeah. thought that's where it was going. Wow. Just cut out the middleman. Why wait? Yeah. Farm to tables. <laughs> <Straight>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get another guest. Let's get another All right, guest. folks, please give it up and welcome to the stage our next guest, Guy Montgomery. Wow, thank you. Thanks, everyone. It's just such a treat to be back with the bad boys of Australian podcasting. <laughs> we are bad at comedy, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Two of the worst. Um, <laughs> One of life's simple joys. <laughs> and how are you, Harley? I'm really good, mate. Yeah. I've got shin splints at the moment because I'm 42. Oh. Yeah. That's horrible. Know, we could have done this in private. No, no. <laughs> what does it feel like? Um, like uh, in pain. My body's in perfect working order. It's so good. Is it? <laughs> I just do whatever I want. That's great. Yeah, you'd love it, man. <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would be really nice. Yeah. Guy, thank you for being uh, one of the only guests that we had booked for this originally who didn't get COVID. Yeah, appreciate that. Yes. I took care of business a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I planted COVID in their hotel rooms and I um, yeah. made sure they'd be eliminated. No, okay. I had it. I caught it in New Zealand and um, I kept it there. And then I came over here and I haven't worn a mask since I got here. And it feels so good. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's fine. Look, I haven't. You haven't had it. No. I haven't had it. My daughter has had it twice. What a weak fuck. Right? She. <laughs> she at the peak of her infection, she coughed in my mouth. Literally caught like I was like, I love you, baby. And she leant back and held my face and went <coughs> in my mouth. And she did that as, this is the truth, DHS were at our house. <laughs> this is the absolute truth. Because my wife is too honest. So when your kid gets it, they send you a Q&A on what's happening with your kid's health, right, on a daily basis. So she filled out that, that Marigold, had, uh, her breathing had slightly laboured. And so immediately they were like, call the ambulance. And yep. she was like, no, I'm just you know, being honest. Anyway, three hours later, knock, knock, knock on the door, a welfare check from DHS... Which, on one hand, what an amazing country we have that there's a department that can come and check on the welfare of a child. And on the other hand, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, you coming here. Have a look at me. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> right, and they were checking if she was isolating appropriately. Yeah, the two-year-old <laughs> is staying in her room and doing Zoom calls. Yeah, no worries, boys. We've got her locked under the stairs. We've yeah. taken care of it. It's also very funny to introduce a new person to the situation to make sure they're isolating correctly. <laughs> counterintuitive, bureaucratic motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so they saw her coughing on you. Does that mean she's not fit to be around you when you've been like, yeah. moved in with did foster they, children? Did they take you away to look after you? <laughs> oh, it's going to be okay, Harley. I wish that was a thing. <laughs> but you could get dad protection, yeah. not child protection. Yeah, yeah. We've got, we got to have to take you away from the family. Yeah. yeah. You're a put fucking you loser, on... dude. Your kids are beating you up. It's not safe for you here. We'll put you in a hotel room. We'll shelve the pinger for you. <laughs> you <know>? Yep. <laughs> Guy, you ever shelve a pinger? No, but I have put my own finger up my asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just sort of do it in my leisure time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Drugs are for my nose and mouth. You didn't, yeah. you, hang on, you didn't shelve a pinger, you shelved a finger. Yeah. Right. I the soft know, launch if, of the pinger. If, if, right. if you're not putting anything up there on the shelf, I think you're just fingering yeah, your ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just checking that the shelf is there. Yeah, you're just like yeah. feeling around in the dark, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Du- yeah. bit dusty. It was like, a, it was like yeah. an open home. Was like, <laughs> where would I put a just, pinger in here? Yeah. Just. Just doing what? a stock check. Was it? Was it? What was the purpose of fingering yourself? Well, was, I heard it felt good. Is that? The, so it was for, yeah, for yeah. sexual gratification. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good on you. Thanks, man. Explore yourself. Appreciate it. Yeah. 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 Have you ever squat over a mirror just to have a look at I, it? I don't have that much intrigue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great moment, isn't it? Hearing that it feels good, and then you try it, and you're like, "Well, I'll be damned." The rumors are true. Yeah. You know, it's like. People always told me heat was amazing and then I watched it, not for me, but a finger yeah. up the day. That's yeah. just ah, that's something for everyone in that. Yeah. <laughs> they do, they, sh- they should treat that in. Cal's making big plans for when he gets home. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds to me like somebody's bit, getting a bit flustered about getting bit, fingered. I got a bit overexcited, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm 46, I only just found out about this today. So. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to look, take two? <laughs> you nearly did it too. Uh, you don't want to put two fingers up there. That is yeah. too much. Yeah. <laughs> Not those fucking sausages. <laughs> Can I talk to you about hemorrhoids? <laughs> <laughs> those are big ones. Yeah. yeah. No good. shame worn, but you know they're all right. Yeah. I actually, when you, I was going to do a joke when I first got here because I'm a big Shane Warn fan, and I wanted to do a Shane Warn joke. And I got told by everyone, um, we don't do jokes. 
in this about, country. About, about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the joke was, and I think it's a funny joke, but it's, actually, no, it's not. But <laughs> it's also You've come no, to the right place for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I figured this is like a safe space. Hang on, well, let's, see, let's see by vote of jazz hands whether it's any good or not. Yeah, yeah. So it's about, because I'm, I'm genuinely a huge Shane Warne fan. I was so excited when he published his tell-all autobiography. And I think it was 2019. I thought, I can't wait to read this. And then I saw he'd called it No Spin. And I thought, Shane, <laughs> that's probably the main thing that would make this book interesting. <laughs> and it, it um, no jazz hands. No jazz hands. Got a few one. folks reaching for their you, toes, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty disrespectful, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, that's it, more disrespectful than flyering at his funeral, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The first time I came to Melbourne, I actually did. I went to an AFL game and then fly, exit flight at the uh, MCG. You're really? fucking kidding. Yeah, yeah. Did you really? <laughs> Fair enough. People hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. I did. How many flyers were you there? Like, how many I had did you like have 100 on flyers. 100? Yeah. I was just out there going, you want to come along? And then no one wanted to come along. That's and also then, great to bring 100 <laughs> flyers to a venue that holds 100,000. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was being honest with myself. And another <laughs> same festival, I went to a Wellington Phoenix game at what's the um, Amy, Amy, Park? Amy Park? Yeah. yeah. And I, the Phoenix beat like Melbourne City, which was this huge upset. And I exit flyed that too. And people weren't into it. But then a few people, like a guy and his two kids, took a flyer and then they showed up to the show front row. And I made the whole crowd stand up for a minute of silence to honour the Wellington Phoenix. <laughs> He had the most sour look on his face. It was incredible. So he took a chance on this poor idiot firing a fucking football game and then you went, you dumb cunts. (laughs) Pretty much. Great. Yeah. Was that the last time you fly at a major sporting event? Uh, it seems like it's paid off for you. No, I mean, yeah. two out of however many is more than I would think. Yeah, I, no, I've not, I've not flown any major sporting events since. I actually, I used to love flying. I was so good at it. I, I was genuinely, like, it was, I, was, I was better at flying than the show I was advertising. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy's got rapport, he's got jokes in that show, and I'd eat it for an hour. <laughs> we can just go for a walk around the block and I'll hand you bits of paper <laughs> yeah, instead yeah, if you guys yeah. would be more into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just fly for someone else's show for an hour inside your show. <laughs> yeah, That'd be cool. Basically. That's a good show. Yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd employ that, especially today, yeah. <laughs> right, Why don't you third. get back out there and start flying for some sporting events out the front of the oh, town yeah. hall? I've the whole seen thing the stadium. Things surf. are looking good. Yeah. <laughs> the city's busy. I've got to say, coming from New Zealand, like, the amount of stimulus I've had since I got here has been totally overwhelming. You know, I've not seen this many people in one place. Oh, mate, you're just in your room fingering your ass from dusk yeah. till dawn. It sounds overwhelming. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not coming as hard, but I'm very <laughs> impressed. <laughs> yeah. But watch, watch where you put those jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, welcome our third guest out onto the stage. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Akmal Sali. Yes! Hello. 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 Thank you for asking me to do this because it was either this or stay home in my hotel room and stick my finger up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something. At my age, I can have that done uh, for free. <laughs> and it's covered by Medicare. <laughs> as many times as I need. <laughs> something to look forward to for all of us. Well, yeah. It's just, well, no, you're there nearly. <laughs> <laughs> Except you got good hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carly's too good. 
He's too handsome to be a comedian. Yeah. A proper comedian should look like me. <laughs> Not full like a head. busted asshole. Like, yeah. A busted asshole. And obviously you've had a finger up. <laughs> that bu- that's why it's busted. Do they check ID when you get it done? Like, I'm 35. Are they carding me and going like, oh. mate, you're too young oh, to get one? They don't use a card. They don't no, cut no. your own. <laughs> it, it, it depends where you go. If mm. it's a registered doctor, you've got more problems. <laughs> go back alley. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Carl, what do you, you, you're, you'd be on the cusp of being yeah, able to get there. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. They don't do it anymore. Sorry to sorry to ruin it, but oh. they, they, they there's not a lot of fingering going on yeah. uh, now. They oh, can do it in a blood Again, test. it depends yeah. who you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got cousins <laughs> who'll do that for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did they and go it, to university? And, 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 and it's, well, no, they're not registered. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not registered. Well, yeah, we all misguidedly thought you were talking about going to a doctor. You're talking about like family reunions. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, they, I don't. I'm not invited to family <laughs> reunions. <laughs> but no. They, well, they, you know, they learn as they go. It's the Australian way. Yeah. <laughs> Have a fucking go. <laughs> C- can I say, Agmal, I, um, on the way in I thought, you know what, I've got to get something on you. I, I thought I'll hit up someone that knows you just for a little bit of intel. Oh, and no. Listen, I've got to get going. Yeah. I've got to um, show. I got, and I got, I just thought I just needed one or two things and then I got like eight things. Um, so I, 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 I've got, I've got to... I've got an Akmal jukebox. I want to hit the, hit the no, buttons. No, no, uh, I'm Carl Barron. <laughs> I, I just I, I get confused for Akmal all the time. I'm far more successful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. All right. Well, no, just given that we're talking about this, I just got given like a. I, I didn't get told any stories. They just gave me like, like a set list, like headline. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, like the like the Akmal greatest hits. Yes. So I'll, I'll, I think this is timely. Three words. Hose up ass. Hose up ass. This is b- developing into a bit of a theme. Yeah. It's uh, the ass show. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean developing? Well, it's I, there, brother. I mean, speaking about family re- reunions, this is a true story. I don't know why you bring that up, but one of my uncles uh, came to visit me when I was young and my parents were away for some reason. Cool, and had... not sounding good so far, but yeah. <laughs> this is the third time it, yeah. I'm going to bring up DHS yeah, tonight. And also, this is... and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to skip ahead and say this is not a hose. <laughs> <laughs> How hard that even... thing came, it felt like it. <laughs> call it a hose, Akmal. Call it a hose. This is, this is why I don't get invited to family reunions <laughs> anymore. Because of victim blaming, right? <laughs> it's a safe space, Akmal. No, no, I'm the victim. You haven't listened to the story. <laughs> <laughs> no, my uncle, uh, my uncle Samir, who was a, uh, he was a carpet salesman and a very dodgy human being. Came to visit. Yeah, we got it. You said carpet salesman. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a carpet salesman, and uh, he, he had a constipation, and he kept going. Oh, I've got constipation. I haven't had. A, I've done a shit in three days. I don't know what to do. I said, "Do you want to see a doctor?" He goes, "No, I don't see doctors." Oh, by, oh, mostly, by the way, uh, they're mostly not registered. Yeah. And, uh, but he's and saying then, this to his young nephew. I was, I was like sixteen. Oh, okay, right. and, uh, oh, that's, oh, that's fine. That's then. Fine. You're the age yeah, of yeah. consent. Egypt, yeah. In, e- in Egypt, that's a marriage age. <laughs> and uh, and I, I, I woke up. I thought, I'm going to go and just leave this guy because he's fucking driving me nuts. And I get there and I open the, the toilet door and he's sitting there with his pants off. And he's going, ah! Still, I'm very constipated. My stomach is like a rock. Mm. I said, okay. And he goes, please, can you do me a favor? <laughs> can you go to the backyard and get me the garden hose? 
said, what do you mean? He goes, just go get the garden hose. I said, but why? He goes, just fucking get it. <laughs> True story. I was 16. I had to go past, get the garden hose, pass it through the back window. And he, he grabbed it and he goes, now when I tell you, turn the tap on, but very soft. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he made you kickstart it like you're siphoning petrol. You know? <laughs> When I say start well, sucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, don't th- I think you misunderstood the story. <laughs> no, no, I need gas for the but, shit but, mobile. <laughs> but he goes, he goes, now, now, okay, now stop, turn it off, turn it off. I, go, I get to the toilet, this man is water everywhere. In the, inside the I'll toilet. Man, we, we fuck. I, I've ne- we never drank fuck. out of that hose again. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you that much. <laughs> I've got a long history. The family's fucked up. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. That is traumatic Did it work? Stuff. Yes. He said, yes, it did work. He goes, ah, oh, that's better. <laughs> and then he goes, he comes in and he goes, that's so much better. Do you have anything sweet to eat? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I've got a penis. <laughs> <laughs> what? Swish. Sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think there's a misunderstanding of the whole story here. Oh, no, we're getting it. My, my, my uncle Samir did not fuck me. <laughs> as far as I know. Well, no, tomatoes, tomatoes, yeah. mate. <laughs> I fucked him. Yeah. There we go. Ah, yeah, because he had constipation that. and the, we lost the hose. <laughs> That's a All strange right. story to yeah, come yeah. up with. That is, <laughs> is your source the uncle? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually only just got one thing on the jukebox. At the time, my nephew fucked me. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was it. That was it. No. Yes. <laughs> my uncle Samir, may he rest in peace. Oh. oh. No, fuck him. He was a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dodgy prick. <laughs> you did your You best. don't say. Yeah. <laughs> It's rare that you have a thing like diarrhea that is so funny and then the exact opposite being constipation is equally as funny. You know what I mean? Like I can't think of anything else in life where the two polar opposites equally as funny as one another. Yeah, well, constipation becomes diarrhea. You just have to be patient. Yeah. (laughs) I had a memory of being a little kid and being constipated and my dad taking me to a doctor and getting the hose put in. And like being too young to really understand what was going on and then in my 20s just remembering me just with the hose up my ass, just looking at Dad going, what's happening? And him going, it's for your own good. And then remembered that in my 20s and went, well, I'm going to have to bring this up to Dad. I guess this is where I learned I got raped as a child. (laughs) Does anyone here tonight not have a story about things being inserted in someone's ass? Would anyone like a story about... You want a story? Okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> well, step up on stage and we'll give you one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you had a prostate check? Yeah. Get up here, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Yeah. No, fuck, no. Yeah. no. Not one of those quacks. Yeah. <laughs> Does there, is there anyone in the crowd that reckons they've got a thing up the ass story that could rival what we've heard no, so far? No, I've got no. another one. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I've been thinking about that many doctors. I... Uh, I had a spiral fracture of my femur when I was eight years old, which meant I was in traction with, with my all the bolts through it and the weight hung off the end of it um, because I have what's referred to as a retarded bone, which means I can use that word because I am one, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. They'll edit it out. They fucking hate me. I thought you were talking about Cam James for a minute. <laughs> if it's getting chopped out anyway, why not have a bit of fun? No, no, that's a medical term. Keep it in. <laughs> It's a real Kids thing. can learn from this podcast. 
It's a real thing anyway. Because I was in traction, um, and I was in traction for two months, it meant that every time I had to poo, it was in a pan. And I was eight years old, and I was just not going to do it. And so for a week, I just didn't shit. Mm. And then one day they walked in, and I pulled the curtain around, and I went, you're going to shit. And I went, no, I'm not. I don't need a shit. And they went, no, you're going to shit. And they rolled me over, and they had a pill. It would have been about that big... Right? It was about the size of my little finger um, because I've so since one, measured it. Uh, one, uh, <laughs> one normal finger. <laughs> and then as they were doing it, the little eight-year-old Harley was going, OK, OK, I'll shit, I'll shit, I'll shit, I'll shit. And then they put it in and fuck me did I shit. Like, yeah, it right. just came out. Right. So, very romantic story. Yeah. <laughs> very beautiful. <laughs> you should tell that on Valentine's Day. <laughs> You just play this episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get anyone in the mood. This is a very erotic sort of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Five fellas just yeah. pouring their hearts and anuses out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send this into Penthouse Diaries or whatever. Yeah. The time I Welcome lost my anal boys. virginity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the anal hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to believe that this wasn't plan A for this show. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. I mean... You started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, my uncle Samir started it. <laughs> <laughs> His diet started it. Yeah. yeah. What else right. have we got on the app right. jukebox? Right. On the jukebox, sorry. I don't, I don't have any more anal, uh, unless it, unless oh. it segues. Uh, unless it segues. There's always more anal. I got, this is the closest thing I've got. Two words. Breastfeeding dog. Oh, fuck. This is... This is welcome to make Akmal look like I've cut total fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is another true story, sadly... This is that it goes to explain how you know why I'm so fucked up. My un- my auntie Faiza uh, gave birth, uh, and um, anyway she was like was like her 18th child or something, and um, and and she wasn't. She sta- this is a long time ago, mind you. Know, I, I got to say, Auntie Faiza is your auntie from Star Trek or something? Like... No, but she is from another dimension. I think. <laughs> <laughs> the things she did. Man, this is a true story, right? When I, this is when I was like a little kid and um, Auntie Faiza was breastfeeding her newborn baby and no milk was coming out. And, um, is this, this going to end up like the other two stories? <laughs> yes, but further up. <laughs> um, so, uh, so she went to her husband and said, I need to see a doctor because the milk's not coming out. And he said, well, no, we don't... I can't help it. you at the moment. There's a hose up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, he, he could multitask. <laughs> he was very talented. Auntie Faiza's husband could do a lot of shit. Double degree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so w- what he did was, he goes, you don't need a doctor. I'll go get you a newborn puppy. What? Went, just, I know, it sounds weird, but just listen to the end. <laughs> and so he brings a... Un- he finds somehow, he finds a newborn puppy. And it fucking, it worked. The milk came out, and the thing hang is... On, like, hang on, hang on, so ex- walk me through how it works. So basically, it was like a, I guess you call it a breast pup. <laughs> the puppy latches. I just made that up, I swear to God. <laughs> but it didn't get a laugh, but I said made it up. Yeah. No, no, but she basically put the baby out and then and put the puppy on her breast, and it worked. It was like a breast pup. Yeah, I know, fuck, how do you think she felt? Yeah. And, um, and the weird thing, people were coming to visit her and would think, wow, it's a beautiful baby. It just looks just like you. <laughs> That's a true story. You're coming up with the weirdest shit, man. Yeah. Well, where, do you, um, where do you get a... Like, who's breeding these puppies? <laughs> well, they're not breeding them for the breast thing. They're just breeding them because they're dogs. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah. not going, fuck, this is going to make a breast pup. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, well, they're not. You just made that up before. So, yeah, yeah of course. Any puppy any puppy's capable of this. It was a, no, a newborn puppy that, that is still suckling yeah. on its mum's boobs. What? No, what? If, if it's a Rockweiler, she's auntie face as fuck. You know? <laughs> You'll have a breast removal, you know, <laughs> with a Rockweiler. I mean, yeah. No, no, I, look... It's a strange story, but it, apparently it's it's in the family mythology, and it and it really did work. And Auntie Faze is now dead. <laughs> okay, is this the end of all these stories? We're, yeah, we're two for two. Yeah, <laughs> well, no one get, walks out alive out of one of the fucking <laughs> stories. This is a long time ago. I'm old. <laughs> My Auntie Faze. It's she one of the most disturbing things I've ever heard. If we could get a hose up that dog's ass, just yeah. to kind of you know, or Auntie Faze's ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it wouldn't yeah. be the first time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She was a very experimental woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys, strange. this is good shit. Wake up again. I'm sorry. This is your, this is your yeah, annual yeah. wake up time. Wait, can guys. I ask, who gave you these? <laughs> was it? You, uh, uh, another comedian. Another. <laughs> I will kill them. No, no, no. Okay. Cal Wilson. Oh, Cal Wilson. Yeah. I did radio with her. And yeah. I told her oh, stories. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that explains why the next thing is uh, the, 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 at that radio station, there's. Compliance training. Every other, every oh, other, yes. every other show gets compliance training, and their first example is your show. I know. I remember that man. It was almost what Akmal did. Yeah. And I was like, you know, the first week I was at Nova, I fucked up big time, and I didn't even realize it. Like, she, I, I just, I did a gig at the weekend, a charity gig for the Ronald McDonald House. Right. Right. Which is a love charity that clown. Gig. Yeah. Sick, <laughs> well, it's a charity for sick children. And Cal Wilson asks me on air. It's a national show. She goes, what did you do on the weekend? And fuck, I lost my mind. I said, oh, yeah, I, 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 was, I just did a gig for the Ronald McDonald House. And she said, what's that? I said, it's a charity for sick children. And I find that really ironic because I'm pretty sure that's how those children got sick in the first place. <laughs> that's, good, that's good gear. That's Man, good. I fucking... That's some good shit. I yeah. said that and the fucking building exploded. <laughs> hey, I've stayed in the Ronald McDonald house. It gets a big old tick from me, that yeah. one. I Man, loved it, brother. I fucking... Man, I had to write so many... That was a terrible week. <laughs> <laughs> So you got in trouble for suggesting McDonald's food isn't totally healthy. Well, yeah. it was McDonald's that supported the station. Yeah. <laughs> Without the McDonald's, there wouldn't be a Nova. Yeah. I didn't realise that. Of no course, one told yeah, me yeah. that. I yeah. fucked up. Yeah. That, that's, that's good that there's so many of these things that that didn't make the list I got. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, uh, yeah, that was... Well, so that was, that was she, a clip she, they uh, would play to new people working at the station to be like an example of don't do this kind of thing on air? Is that what you're saying? The, the, yes. they had a, yeah, there's lots of things. I, I, fuck, you know. Okay, I'll give you another example. They had this thing where they say we we play we play no more than two ads in a row. Now I've been there a year, and not once did they play more than two ads in a row. So I'm just ad living, just riffing. You know, it's every day you've done it. Yeah. And I said, oh, we don't play. Of course, we don't play two ads in a row. If we do play. More than two ads in a row, we're giving away a Mercedes Benz. No. <laughs> <laughs> and my, just my, what are the odds? <laughs> that afternoon, they played three ads. No! <laughs> but, like, why did they do that? It's so easy to just not do. That's what? on them. They're fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> fucking idiots. Well, that's what I said. I wish you. I, I wish they were as understanding as you. <laughs> yeah, that's not your fault. What, you are, know, what are they in there going like? I don't know, man. We played the first two. They went over no, great. We you were know why? You know why? They're apologising. Oh, fuck. We better put on another ad for McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Well fucked up <laughs> yeah. in the morning. No, no. But you know what happened? This guy was so upset because he thought that he got us right. He fucking yeah. They played three ads. He was listening. 
And he said, I'm going to get on my, I'm, my, my solicitor's going to get onto this. And, <laughs> and um, the guy who came up with it was brilliant. They just gave him a Matchbox Mercedes. Oh, yes. no. And it was yes. legally, you know, it was legally yes. okay. Oh, no. Because there was no terms and conditions. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Very good. Read yeah. the... F- Read the fine print, fuckhead. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm certainly rooting for a national syndicated radio station Nova in this anecdote. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see the underdog yeah. win. I would have hated to see that fucking pundit who probably thought he was having the best day of his life come away with yeah, anything yeah. of use. <laughs> Man, I, I was, there's there a yeah. few incidents. Yeah. <laughs> Go the fat cat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's funny because uh, no, nothing is the, the example I got was nothing as elaborate or good a story as that. It was uh, just you got in trouble for saying to a woman live on air, "You are a fuckwit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I, it. yeah, it's twenty twenty two. Women can be fuckwits as well. Yeah. No, no, no. This is this is this is two thousand and um, eight. Uh, oh, they could be. Oh, they they could be. fuckwits then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty problematic. How, they were how all dare they? Then. How dare they be fuckwits? Back then, that was our domain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I didn't realise I said it. That's why I, I, I said it, and I, I didn't say. Did I say fuckwit? And then they played it back. Yeah, fuckwit. <laughs> no, actually, it was fuckhead. Oh, it was fuckhead. I said, you fuckhead. <laughs> Somehow so much worse. What did, you, yeah. what did, you, what did she do? Well, look, uh, we had this segment. She wanted a free Mercedes? We had this segment where people would ask me questions and I would be helping, but it was a joke segment, right? It was a joke segment. So this guy rings up. He says, oh, I'm not popular with women. Uh, what do I do? He's a young guy, 20 years old. Shut up, listen. <laughs> oh, no, it's happening again. No, no, no. We've no. <laughs> just spent an hour telling them to do that. Don't so stop them from doing it. Look, I was frustrated because everyone <laughs> rang up to tell me off, right? Well, so, to be fair, Aunt Kamala, I remember this day and I was in a pretty tough spot. So yes. I, <laughs> you think I want to be making this phone call? Uh, it was yes. him. It was Guy in the It was story. Guy Montgomery yes. on the phone. That's, that's comedy. Guy yeah. called up. It yeah. was actually Guy. Guy rings up and he, it was a joke segment. People should have realised. And he goes, yeah, I don't, I don't, girls don't like me. And I said, well, you know, you, they have a right not to like you because you're ugly. And uh, that's okay. What you need to do is, um, is become a, a cult leader, a religious cult leader, and then everyone would want to have sex with you. It doesn't matter what you look like. And then this, everyone rang up. And my producer's fault, man, because he kept putting people to air going, you, how could dare you? And it was the one after the other. And then finally this woman, she goes, you little cockroach how, <laughs> how dare you tell a young man that and I said well what would you have done she goes well ask him to you could have asked him to join a club or something I said I did you fuckhead <laughs> fair enough <laughs> I didn't even think <laughs> but, but when she got so upset and the only way we can appease her was send her a playstation 3 oh, wow she got more than the fucking Mercedes guy got <laughs> yeah oh my god exactly yeah. How did you keep this job for so long? You just you haven't blues every you know, second you know day. The, you know the big jerk? I fucking left. Nice. They yeah. didn't sack me because they were fuckwits. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you I got think... punished. You're here now. No. <laughs> yes, I'm here now. <laughs> I am. No, no, I, I, I was surprised they kept on pursuing me, but um, I don't know why. Great. Great. You, uh, well, you, uh, I, I've, I've seen you display quite a keen eye for an anecdote, so that might have been part of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, unfortunately, most of my anecdotes are not fit for air. 
that, that was the issue. Can, well, can I ask this? I, I don't think we asked this last time, but is it true that you literally didn't know what I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here was no, I, when you went on it? No, I, I did know, but I needed money. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I had a vague idea. I don't, I'm not a big TV watcher, right? right? So I, I, I had a vague idea of what the show was about, but I didn't know about all the other shit. Like, that I, I honestly... I'm telling you the truth, right? We, I did the show because I had tax problems. And uh, no, no, really, my, my accountant was a cocaine addict. <laughs> true story. This is all true. And, um, and he forgot to put in my tax for three years in a row. And I was fucked. I was fucked. It was either do this show or go to prison. I should have gone to prison. <laughs> but um, but no, I, I, I didn't realize... A lot of hoses up bums in prison yeah. for you, though. I hate to say it. Well, he's not, got experience. It, yeah. not, not a lot of people bums. listening when you say, I'm in prison, get me out of here, though, to be fair. So. <laughs> yeah. Call someone a fuckhead in there, see how you go. <laughs> I tell you, a lot I of hoses say, up bums in there, too. Well, speaking yeah. of bums and, and hoses and, and, and uh, you know, bodily things, I'll tell you an interesting story. The, the week I was the first, I was there for eighteen days, and the, like by the third day, I was really starstruck by Shane Warne. Like, oh, I, I, I don't get easily starstruck, but that guy, I'm going fuck. It's I, I couldn't believe it. I grew up with Shane Warne, and it's Shane Warne. And but then after a couple of days, I kind of became really good fr- mates with him. He was great storyteller and stuff. And but he had constipation. Oh, oh, no. I swear to God, oh, no. No. I swear to God, you tell me you I put a hose up Warnie's fucking ass. No, no, but listen, Hang please. On. And then listen. you got an elephant's trunk. Just and listen. Then... <laughs> <laughs> it was the most surreal night of my life, right? No, no, no. I'm in South Africa, and we got on really well. So That's he, he respect. Did. <laughs> no, he comes up, he, he goes, and this is Shane Warn, man. He goes. Oh, mate. I said, hey, how are you, Shane? He goes, oh, I don't feel too good. Like, oh, I said, no. what? I swear to God, this is a truth. And you can sh- probably, if it is, someone's got it. Yeah. No, no, he was. He was constantly, and it was a big deal. You can check it. And he's going, mate, I haven't done a shit in three days. <laughs> and, um, and he's leaning over me, and we're in South Africa in the jungle, mm-hmm. and it's like 40-degree heat, and there's TV cameras everywhere. And I'm lying in, in this hammock, and hovering over me is the spin king, Shane Ward. And at that moment, I thought, fuck, this has got to be the most surreal moment of my life. <laughs> I mean, if, if I, a year ago, if, say, a psychic said, you know, in, ten, <laughs> in a year's time, you're going to be in South Africa and Shane Warne is going to be discussing with you his bowel movements. Yeah. I'd have gone, fuck, give me my money back. <laughs> you know, but on the third day, uh, he, he, he dropped a sitter. <laughs> <laughs> He did, he did. Amazing. That was great. I, I, uh, I, I, I got, a, yeah, I, he, he was great. He told some great stories that I wouldn't even tell here. Oh, damn. Mm. Was, he, uh, was he given an exemption to go and have bangers in the booth? Yes. That's so great. Him and, uh, and Anthony, uh, what's his name, the singer? Kalia? Anthony Kalia. What about, yeah. But what about the smoking? Yes. There we go. Hey. There we go. Hey, Big jazz hands. Big jazz yeah. hands. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's gay. Uh, <laughs> he is gay, <laughs> and so is Anthony. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that is something in the shape of comedy. There oh, we go. fuck! It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. So it's easy so to easy. get laughs here. Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not if they're laughing, we're laughing. Then that's something. That's something. Yeah, yeah. we're having a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay. All right. Should we? Should we? Yourself. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> should we go? Should we go back to the jukebox? Should we try another one? Should we, uh, what's the best, mm. uh, what about this? 
Selling Houses Australia. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Akmal is a complete fuckhead. Yeah. Yes, Selling Australia. Me and my wife are both very impulsive people, you know, so we, uh, we bought a house in the forest, in the, in the middle of the jungle, because we thought we were hippies. And, uh, <laughs> and after living there for 10 days, we realized we were not hippies, we were fuckwits, basically. <laughs> Different subculture altogether. <laughs> and, uh, and we, man, I, I have not experienced, because it's pretty. You know, when you see it, you, you can understand why you're, you know. It's this really, is up in like Byron or something no, around no, there. No, 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 no. This is in the middle of the jungle, man. It's like a place called Hewenbrook, which is about an hour north west, west of Byron. And it's just like fucking so thick. And only the true blue ferals live there. Yeah. <laughs> and fuck, I, I grew up in Punchbowl in Sydney. <laughs> You know, and uh, and suddenly we got like these snakes and um, uh, bush rats that ate our furniture. They ate our furniture, <laughs> and these things that wanted to kill us. And and um, we had these feral dogs, and um, and sounds like, beautiful. Man, I I heard sentences and I never thought like my wife would say, "Wake up, I think there's a tiger snake in our kitchen." That's not a sentence I <laughs> thought I would ever hear in my life. And then. Um, yeah, we, we, one of the sto- this is a true story, right? We had no water for like four days. No water. The water was off. And my wife said, you've got to ask the neighbor how to fix the water. And I said, fuck, the neighbor's like a kilometer away and there's bush rats and these leeches that went up your ass. Oh, We're back. No. There we yeah. go. Here we go. Finally. I'm giving you the opening yeah, yeah. here, see? <laughs> I'm such a generous performer. Yeah, yeah. the leeches the opening. And I went to knock on the guy's door and I said, man, I, we don't have any water. So we're your new neighbours. We live in that cabin. And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, true. He goes, mate, he, uh, he goes, oh, you probably got a gawana in your pipes. That's another sentence I never... Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you could probably... Animal or a goanna, they come in to get a drink and they get trapped in the pipe. So what you've got to do is go up the hill, unscrew the pipes, pull the animal out, it'll be dead, and then you'll get water. And I actually said this. I said, oh, can you do it? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, no. I went back, my wife was there. She said, what did he say? I said, well, he said, we have to move. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. And so I was on a show called Selling Houses Australia because my mate was a producer on it and we looked like... I didn't think anyone watches these shows. Everyone fucking watches these shows. For the next two years, people, everywhere I went, no matter how remote, like, hey, Akmal, did you sell your house? <laughs> I'd be at the urinal at the airport. Hey, you fucking <laughs> You sell your house? But what, what happened on the show? Well, they... Get, well, they basically, it's a great show. You know, if you're having trouble selling your house, these people come in and fill it with cushions. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that was it. That's all they did. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> that's, like, that's, right. that's right. Did the production company get the goanna out of the pipe yeah. before they had you on the show? Uh, n- no. No, they didn't. No, they, I think the goanna's still there. Still no water. <laughs> no, some loser bought the house. We lost a lot of money, man. Fuck, and, and all our, my wife's books were eaten by bush rats. What fucking animal eats? They're very intelligent animals now. <laughs> all psychology books. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I could, yeah, no. That was, that was, fuck, yeah. man, that was a big mistake. Yeah. But when you get there, you go, this is stunning, you know, we, initially. But there's yeah. got to be work to be done. Like, like. I had a ride on mower that I bought because I thought I'm going to be a man of the land. <laughs> and I bought a mower, it cost me 10 grand, right? True story. And it was a five acre property. So the first day I used it, I'm going, this is going to be great. I love this. 
and I'm, I'm riding the mower down the hill and then I go onto this, like, a log and, and I couldn't move the mower. I'm going, fuck. And then, stupidly, I get down and I try to lift it, right? Oh, it's, God. It's, it's a 10,000, it's a, it's a truck. And I'm lifting it and I sprain my back. I'm like, ah! And basically, I crawled on my hands and knees to the cabin and slept. And for that's the next so much a better story than what I thought was going to happen. No, no, you hurt your back. I thought you were going to fucking mow your hand off. Yeah. Well, I haven't finished the story. Oh, yet. right. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. So right on. You had then three the mo- hands. Hang on. Then the mower went up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for the next month, every time I looked out the window, I see just. One track made. <laughs> <laughs> and the mower is just rusting. <laughs> that was, a, that was a, an image of my failure as a person. So you've sold the house, right? What did you do with your cannabis plantation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 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 well... Yes. Harley's well, woken uh, up. That, that, <laughs> well, that area, there is no plantation. There's just... There's no... Border, you just take what you need. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone grows it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think we're getting down to the really brass tacks of why you moved to that region. <laughs> yes, if anyone needs any, just see me after. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, like, in that area. You know, they're all activists and they're all, like, want to change the world. But they pick, they go, oh, man, fuck. Have you heard of the chemtrails? I've heard of chemtrails, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the chemtrails, if you don't There's know... There's people having a meeting about it on the steps of Parliament <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, but, you know, but how do you know they're wrong? You can't be sure. <laughs> Fuck it out. Oh, no. oh, come on. Oh, no, no. no. Hey. Uh-oh. No, no, yeah, let's, let's hear on. him out. Hang on. Oh, Let the man speak. Hang on. Where, hey, hey, Harley, Harley, where's your pinger? Someone else has shelved it, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, look, you've got to keep an open mind. <laughs> but look, my, I, I, my problem is not whether it's real or not. My problem is, are you willing to do something about it? Here they go, babe, we're going to change it. We're going to take on the government. We're gonna, mate, they, they're dropping chemicals on us <laughs> to keep our brains numb. <laughs> and it, yeah, and they, they're telling you that as they're smoking a gigantic joint. Go, mate, the government's trying to numb our brains. We've got to rise up. And you go, fuck, you're having trouble rising up off the couch. <laughs> not going to rise up <laughs> but you got to keep an open mind yeah. <laughs> no no you don't be it. fascist you got Come it <laughs> no no you're fascist fuck off no. <laughs> i've always said that about this audience yeah, <laughs> yeah. no 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 yeah, yeah look don't be scared to have a different view that's all i'm saying yeah. your own oh, i'm not scared <laughs> <laughs> you look scared yeah all right should we try one more should we try one more okay. take us out on one more mm-hmm. All right, all right, here we go. What about this one? Relative's eye pecked out by eagle. That was actually... I feel like the most vanilla motherfucker on the planet. (laughs) I can't believe you're the one with the Doobie Brothers on your chest. You would would do well at our family reunion. (laughs) (laughs) They would cook you. (laughs) 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 They would skin you. And they'd... uh, Look, my uncle's... Uh, my uncle... Uh, oh, no, the same one? No, different one. Okay. Uh, yeah, Have you got name? a lot? Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah, my, yeah mom's got, my mom's got eight brothers and two sisters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, this is before the, the age of condoms. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? Adley. My uncle Adley, 
he's got a he's on a collar because when he was young, it's funny now, but not then. Uh, <laughs> he, he's, um, he, yeah, you've got to give a bit of time to when yeah. an eagle pecks your eye. Well, where we uh, lived in Cairo, every every uh, I plus time equals all the comedy. houses are really close to each other. <laughs> so because of the population, like, if you looked out the window, you saw someone's lounge room, right? And he was in he was he was sixteen or seventeen, and he loved this girl. He was really he was trying to be romantic, and she liked him too. So uh, every time he wanted to attract her attention, he'd take a hanky and he said, every time I do this, you come out and we'll have a chat. That was it. That was, that was the date back then. What I love about these stories is you get like that much into it and then you go, how's this tying back to the title of this story? <laughs> oh, no, I'm telling a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've decided not to tell my No, and then as he was uh, waving, it's, I don't even know why he picked this story. It's not particularly interesting, but he was waving at the girl to try and get her attention. And a, a bird of prey, possibly a falcon, do you think, swooped down and just <laughs> ripped his eye out. Oh. Yeah, fucking hilarious, right? <laughs> right? But you know the funny part was they, they blamed it on, on him because they said God, that's God's punishment because you were being lustful. And so God just went fucking send that falcon, rip his fucking eye out. <laughs> and they believed that. They believed that till the day, uh, you know. Well, it's important to keep an open mind. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's, a, it's, it's actually important. Well, it's who important knows? To, it's important to keep a closed eye. Yeah, <laughs> keep a closed eye. No, I mean, you know, I, I think maybe it was God, or maybe uh, it was someone else. <laughs> it was a bird of prey. It was a bird of prey. Did the did the hanky say like falcons suck or something? <laughs> <on it? laughs> Like a red rag to a falcon is the same. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but possibly the falcon had a vendetta that was unrelated to the girl. Yeah. He just didn't like my Uncle Adley. Too many, too many chemtrails for the falcon. <laughs> too many. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true what they say. Tragedy plus time equals a podcast. And yeah. I think yeah. that... Yeah. <laughs> another winning anecdote from the Akmal Jukong. I feel like I've been reunited with my family. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel the warmth that they never... <laughs> well, I, I thank Cal Wilson for writing 45 minutes of this podcast. Though, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Cal Wilson. Cal Wilson. Yeah. All right. Have you had Cal on here? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you talk to me after the show. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a chat. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't wait to hear the scandalous stories about her doily collection. Oh, <laughs> mate. The things that she's done to those doilies. <laughs> Man, you would not believe. <laughs> she has a lot more in common with my uncle Samir than you think. <laughs> I'll tell you some great stories. <laughs> All right, we better wrap it up for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Please give a big round of applause. Akmal Saleh, Guy Montgomery, Harley Breen. Thank you very much for listening at home and we'll see you next time. See, see you, And they've done it again. Oh boy. Um, fun ep. Mm-hmm. The best of Akmal. Yeah. Um, very, very nice of him to come in and uh, play ball. Yeah. And uh, get get uh, ambushed like that. Yep. But um, some good shit. Always good to have some good stories to play with. Um, nice man, Akmal. Yeah. These, and all, all these three guests, uh, they're all doing their, their comedy festival shows around the country, especially in Melbourne right now. So yep. uh, if, if you found them funny... 
Get along, get along, support those guys. If you found them funny on this, they're even funnier when they have prepared material, probably. Yes, and they're not being ambushed by their own yes. lives and stories. Yes. Um, good shit. Um, like we said up the top, if you like that, come and see it live. This weekend, as time of uh, in time of recording, it is the 23rd, the 24th. Back to back, we'd love to see you down there. Um, two really, really fun live Melbourne podcasts. And then who knows the next time we'll do anything like that in Melbourne. Um, but then, of course, who knows the next time we'll be in Tasmania. Well, the next weekend, Saturday, April the 30th. Yep. We're doing a live podcast and a little bit of stand-up, I believe. Yep. Um, and it's the first time we've been to Tassie for about, I don't know, four or five years or something like that? I believe 2019, 2019. was when we were there. Okay, three years. So it um, feels like longer. Um, so get down there. We are bringing our respective partners down there, and um, we don't want to look like fucking losers in front of them. So well, mine won't be there, so... Oh, she's not coming now. She's coming to Tasmania. Oh, she's not coming I to the show. I doubt she'll come to the show. So, well, I can just... I've got the benefit of just being able to absolutely lie through my teeth about how full it was to her. All right, and, you know, <laughs> and uh, take off the wedding ring and just uh, mingle. I get it. Yep, yeah, yeah. yep. Um, well, well, look, good point. I, I better ask to see if, uh, what's going on with... Uh, with my betrothed to see if she's coming along or not because um, she's she's coming down to see a friend of hers, but then the friend of hers was quite keen to come along to see the show. Oh, okay. So I don't know. That could change. I mean, a similar thing with my partner. A good friend of hers lives down there, so I would assume that she would be using that time to go and catch up with her. But maybe the worst nightmare, she'll bring the friend along to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they can all sit on a table out the, uh, out the front and just have... <laughs> The a wags palmer. and friends of wags. Yeah. They all share one palmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, divvy yeah. your palmer up into quarters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so they can go out and um, they can do the door maybe. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they'd both love that. Yeah. They'd be fighting over which one of them does get to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Blank could be in there too. She'd be, she'd be loving that. Um, so get along. Um, they're, the, uh, they're the big ones that we've got planned at the moment. Melbourne and... Uh, Hobart, and then hopefully Perth. I mean, I'm assuming Perth down the track a little bit. Yep. Whatever that is, July or whatever it is. July the 16th or something. That's just in that holding pattern. But um, yeah, make the most of it. Who knows the, the next live shows we do. So um, get along. They're always fun times. They're party times, especially the Sunday night party one in um, in Melbourne. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. And like I said up the top of the show, bonus show for me, Saturday night, April the 23rd, at the Comedy Festival in Melbourne, 9.20pm at the Coopers Inn, tommydasselow.com for tickets. I have a sneaking suspicion that I've uh, I've got eyes bigger than my stomach on this one. Oh. So it would be great to not be there putting on the extra show and doing it to four people. So uh, Saturday yeah. night, come on. Come on surely. now. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. You never know. You never know. Saturday but, night. But uh, yeah, if you missed out for whatever reason, if you're one of these people travelling in just for the last weekend... Come and check it out, and uh, yeah, if you saw it and liked it, please tell some people. But uh, yeah, we uh, we got one more weekend of these shows, um, but of course, the fun keeps rolling here year round, and especially mm. over on our Patreon, where you can uh, you can keep the good times going. We've got uh, we've we've done bonus episodes with a couple of people who are in town for the comedy festival, mm. uh, having some special guests on them. You can get on there, you can support the show, and yeah, you can get these two bonus episodes every Monday and Friday. That's right. As of we, uh, if you enjoyed Guy Montgomery's work on here, right uh, on this episode, we just recorded a couple of bonus little ones with him. So. Uh, very fun, very fun little bite-sized bits of dum dum. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes better than the actual episode. Yeah. So um, get onto that. Now 
we of course we like to reward the people for being loyal to us and uh, read out their name and make them part of the show in a way. Yep. Um, I mean, they can't speak on the show, obviously. That's only for trained professionals like us. Mm. But what we can do is use our trained professions to uh, make fun of their names yeah. and, uh, or celebrate their names, depending on, on you know what they've got for us. How many times, because it is true, once we read out a name, they are sort of unofficially a character in the show. Right. How many times this festival have you had someone come up to you, a listener of the show, and introduce themselves as like, you know, they've they've been read out on the Patreon, mm. but like two months ago, yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. assume that it's still front and centre in your mind. It's yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm Danny Dumcunt yeah, from yeah, two, yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, mate, that's that's kind of, that's, I did, that's I all a, of you in my head. I got a couple, but I think I got one that was like that week. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you meet, I met, um, I forgot to say this at the time, I met Jack Cox after the 500. Oh, n- I don't think so. Oh, I can't remember. I met Jack Cox and his right. uh, and his wife. Oh, mm. okay. Very nice. Yeah. From a few weeks back. That's, um, yeah, look, that is a name that does stick in the memory bank. But um, no, there was, there has been a few. No, no one as memorable as that. No, um, no Jürgen, Jürgen yeah. or whatever his name is. That was, that was early on. Um. No, well, I've got, I've got. Here's a new batch that we could be meeting in the next week. Tommy. Yeah, yeah, okay, yep, yep. Got the old unplanned t- title alternator. We, we should here? have a stipulation. If you're going to come up to us after a show and introduce yourself excitedly as having been a Patreon read, yeah, it really has to have been within about three days of the app dropping for us to have mm. any memory of, of yep. of discussing uh, you. And like, look, Jack Cox, I'll, I'll give that to him. Jack Cox, I'll, I'll remember is, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Evergreen. Yeah, don't come up and John Smith or so. Mm. Um, well, look, there's, there's no danger of that happening with this first one I'm about to read out. Thank you very much to First Cab or, you know what, off the off the rank this week. Uh, Patreon subscriber, thank you very much to Anonymous Nielsen. Hmm. Now, that's an odd name in that if you're anonymous, do you, do you really need the surname in there? <laughs> you're not truly anonymous. No. Well, that's just like I'm part of the Nielsen flock, but I don't... Is this something to do with the um, the Nielsen ratings in the US? Oh. Is this someone who it's like, you or know, this... I've got one of the boxes, but I don't want you to know specifically that I'm contributing to the numbers of downloads. Or is this is this, is this one, one of the hackers? You know, anonymous. Oh. Is this just his actual name? Yeah. Know? This is uh, the son of Leslie Nielsen who got into, <laughs> who got into hacking. <laughs> He's trying to bring down Russia at the moment. Yeah, but just like... Hacking the official Russia website and just putting fart sound effects yes. over the top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, beautiful. Like, yeah. Or yeah. on the on Russia One when you're trying to tune in to see the news, you're mm. just going, you're just hearing. Yeah, yeah. Twenty four hours a day. Do yourself a favor and uh, look up on YouTube if you haven't seen it already. Leslie Nielsen's fart machine that he used to bring along to um to television interviews. It did on Hey Out Saturday. Did he really? Yeah. Um. But what I love about this is Anonymous Nielsen. Like, A, yes, putting in the surname when you're truly wanting to be anonymous is mm-hmm. you, you're really going really half ass there. You're really half pregnant. Well, right even there. like Alcoholics Anonymous, it's mm. like I get, you know, p- people probably aren't using their names in there and stuff. But you just, you know, you sit in there. People yeah. could still identify you. Yeah. Should all be balaclavas yeah. and like completely concealing the identity. Yeah. But on top of that, when you do sign up, you give your own uh, email address. Oh, yes. And, uh, yeah, MJ Nielsen. There you go. MJ? Yep. Michael Jackson Michael Nielsen. Michael Jackson Nielsen. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, I can understand wanting to be anonymous. <laughs> A, you're, you know, number one, yep. you've, you've, you've risen from the dead. Yes. And number two, you're, you know. Yeah. Imagine, imagine MJ 
coming back to life mm. now yeah. like zombies. Right. And he's like, oh, how good is this going to be? People are, like he doesn't know. He doesn't know about the documentaries that have come out posthumously. Right. Like, he already, you know, he already knows that stuff was yeah. out there. He but remembers fair, doing the stuff he, he did. He remembers doing <laughs> the stuff. But it's fair to say there's been much more of a groundswell in... In the same way, I was just watching the Jimmy Savile documentary recently. Mm. So him, it, like, it really, really came to light once he was dead. So you'd have yep. to think if zombies were a thing, yep. they're like, oh, the people are going to be wrapped. And then they're just like, not only are you a zombie, but you're a pedophile as well. Well, what about, you know, when Elvis died, it, there was a big thing for many years like is Elvis still alive no mm. he's, he's, he's actually working at a truck stop in Florida and you know blah 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 all this sort of stuff no one's speculating that Michael Jackson's still alive yeah, no one's it's, going <laughs> yeah no he's actually working as a full time pedophile in Idaho right the fake death rumour is such a funny one yeah. it's like people just cannot conceive that this person could have somehow passed on yeah it's like the one thing the one thing that exists that happens to literally everyone on earth it's like no mm. I I simply refuse to believe it. Well, it's gone the way of the Loch Ness Monster, hasn't it? You yeah. Know, there's too much internet, you know, now that you can you prove and disprove everything. It's like... Well, I guess being a pedophile is the new um, being secretly dead, right? Oh, right that's the new yeah. That's the new rumour mill yeah, about yeah, people. Yeah, That everyone, yeah. that there's a secret... We didn't have that back in the day, did we? We just had yetis and stuff. <laughs> it was a simpler time before they invented diddling kids. Yeah, they yeah, really, yeah. they kind of, yeah. I think they, they, if they could go back and not invent that, I yeah. think they would, ha- they'd have their time it's again. Like if you could go back and kill Hitler and shoot pedophilia as a concept, yeah, yeah, that, that'd shoot be the two Peter File, the yeah. first man to ever touch a child, <laughs> yeah, that it was named after. He, he came up with it. He. He was the he was the Wuhan bat in the wet yeah. market. It yeah. all came from him. He's the Lou Gehrig of yeah. <laughs> being a pedophile. <laughs> well, thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous Nielsen. Um, MJ himself. Thanks for hacking into Patreon and putting your credit card details well, in. Yeah, thanks for hacking into someone's ass. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Megan Musgrave. Ooh, okay. Old MM herself. Yep, yep. Muzzo. I haven't had a bit of alliteration on this thing for yeah. a little while. Appreciate it. Appreciate the effort. Uh, the effort. Miss Marple. Mm-hmm. Megan Musgrave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Megan. Depends what, what side of the Atlantic you're on, maybe. i got to say I kind of prefer Megan as the pronunciation. I, I'm, I'm into it these days because, uh, you know, it's just it's a fresh these take. These days. Yeah, it's a fresh take. As I've gotten older. It's a fresh take. When I was a kid, they were, they were all Megan. Megan. Never had a Megan. When We've said this up. before, but like the brutal thing of having a name that sounds dramatically different depending on the accent. Right. Like you're British and you're like getting Megan. Mm. And then you come to Australia, ah, g'day, Megan. Like yeah, your name yeah. just sounding. Com- yeah. Like I, I've told this before, but I remember being in um, San Francisco and Auntie Donna had been there not long before me. And I met someone who'd been like working on their shows with them and they were like, <sighs> Oh, you're Australian. I just worked with those guys, Auntie Dana, and mm. I was like, "Wow, this <laughs> this name has not been has not been made for this accent." Right? It sounds completely fucked coming out of this person's mouth. Yeah. Well, Megan, Megan Musgrave. Um, any any Megans, any famous Megans in your in your life? In my life. In your in your lifetime, in your personal life. But uh. D- Oh, so you're not asking me if I know of any famous people? Called. No, not famous. I mean, famous to you. As famous in. to me. I don't think I've ever met a single Megan. Really? I don't think I've. Yeah, I don't think there were any at my school. Oh, my friend. Oh, I vaguely know, like a friend of a friend is is named Megan. Wow. But yeah, no, I don't. 
Yeah, it's yeah, not a name I've ever really come up against, to be completely honest. Wow. Okay. No, no, Megan's in your closet. That was the only reason I watched the um, Oprah Winfrey mm. Harry and Meghan right. interview because I was like, well, I've never, I've never fucking heard of anything like this right, before. Right. The, the there bombshell pre- revelation of of just her name right. was just so shocking to me. You were there pretending like you were in the show just mm. so you can finally meet a Megan. Yeah. Or a yep. Megan. Just, just. Sitting on the other side of the TV, pretending to be Prince Harry. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, right. oh, I wonder what it's like. Yeah, being knowing someone called no, Megan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the one part of your life you hadn't completed. Yeah. yeah. What about uh? Yeah, the last thing on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, I'm trying to think. I reckon I knew someone in primary school, mm-hmm. quite a, quite a mousy sort of a girl called, okay. called Megan. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's the. I reckon that's the one Megan I know, uh, and so that's that's. What's in my head? You know that classic thing of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's what a Megan is to That's me. Megan to you, yeah, That yeah. eight-year-old that I knew. Mm. Yeah, when I was 17. Interesting. No, when I was eight as well. What can it take to... Uh, yeah, what can it take to undo just that, you know? Because it's like... So it can happen, but it is hard. How do, I, how do you reboot Megan? How do you reboot, yeah, mm. the, your mm. your feelings about well, the name of look, someone? Well, I'll have to have a second Megan roll into my life. You know, maybe as they're introducing themselves to you thus becoming your number one Megan, mm. I can get a, a reboot Megan that can just completely restart what Megan means to me. I did. There was We're a, both waiting for a good Megan to walk we, into our lives. Yeah, that's true. I There was a girl at my school who just, who yeah, tainted a certain name for me. Oh, yes. And then many, many, many years later, I met someone with that name and had like, had a, had a big crush on them from yep. when I first met them. Yeah. But... I still felt like I was mentally kept a little bit at bay because right. of the name. And right. nothing ever happened with this person. But I was like, I think if something happened here, that'd, that'd have to un- you'd hope that'd have to undo it. So it didn't You're not now. finally like having sex with this person and being like, ah, oh, yuck, what a shame. <laughs> it's not help. The name, I've, I'm not able to get over the name, I'm sorry. Is there a name that you wouldn't be able to get over if you met the right person? Like, Well, cl- I mean, classically, like... A mother's name, I think, would be very, okay. very difficult, don't you but, think? yes, look, of, of course, off the top of my head, yes. But you're classically not really using your mother's name too much in general conversation I know. or anything, Yeah, I know. Um, but what, I mean, I, no, I'm saying you met a girl called Mum. Mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I've, I've dated... I have hot dated. enough, a hot enough chick, I think I could get past it. <laughs> I've dated someone with the same name as a family member. Oh yeah, and it was dad. That, yeah, <laughs> and it was weird. It was weird because I like told the family Uncle, member, Uncle Gary. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I told the family member, I'm like, oh, I've been dating this person. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. please, sorry. I've been fucking someone with your name. What yeah, you and they think? were like, oh, that's pretty weird, isn't it? Yeah. They were like, they yeah. was, they were calling me weird, and Great. I'm like. I didn't do this by design. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not rapped about it. Like if I could pick any, like yeah. if if I got the choice of what name they had, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be picking yours. I'm screaming your name. Yeah, and I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of I'm you. Thinking I'm thinking of the, you. Not, That's not the her. weird thing. Yeah. it's not weird that she has the name. <laughs> it's weird that I'm making her wear your clothes. Yeah. when we have sex. Yeah, and and your mustache, Uncle Gary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> her name's Gary too, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It could be short. It could be yeah. short for Garrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um. But Megan, um, feel free uh to come up and introduce yourselves yep. to us and give give us a good talk for ten minutes at, mm-hmm. at a live show one time, mm-hmm. so we can finally um have our respective first and second Megans. Yep. Uh, thanks, Megan. Thanks, Megan. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Anthony 
Litster. I think I'm I'm going out on a limb and saying this is going to be the clunkiest surname in this entire Patreon read. Anthony Litster. Litster. L-I-T-S-T-E-R. He's so close to being that uh, disgraced artist. Um, which one? There's a there's a guy with a similar name who is uh who's uh, there's a lot of alleged court cases about, and he mm, um I don't know anything about it. He uh yeah he was a he's a well known in the art world, bit of an open secret kind of thing, and yeah all this stuff came out about him being a being a fucking bad bad guy. Okay. And a friend of mine who is an artist, the last time I saw him was in Sydney, and he was up there being paid to. Paint a mural on the side of this rich guy's house, and he'd bought this house, and it had a mural of this like crook guy's artwork on it. Mm. When he bought the house, and the guy's daughters were like, "Dad, we cannot have this. Can't have his work on our house." Yeah, right. And so my friend had been brought in to Just paint over the side of it. Yeah, and he top. told us he told us that out of drinks, and then he's like the hero of the. Gr- Everyone's like, "Yeah, you're fucking dismantling this guy's work. That's so good." So hopefully, this isn't this guy just All using right. a pseudonym and changing his name by one letter. Right. What about um? What's Banksy up to these days? Good question. Not much. Probably hard to get out in the lockdown and do your stencil of a little rat mm. eating a lollipop. What's it? Yeah. What metaphors has he had for the lockdown? Surely he's had, mm. had some some sweet takes. I mean, on the I coronavirus, c- is I he is he brought down the coronavirus a, a notch or two? Well, I could Im- I could definitely imagine a world where you. We maybe now because it's like Banksy's just pop up and then it's you know it's often sometimes it's quite a while until they find them, isn't it? Yeah, and then they right. have to like be verified or whatever. Right. So I could imagine us now finding out that Banksy's anti-vax. Oh yeah. I think he'd have a lot. You know, it's like he's very like distrust of like authority and stuff like that. Yep. He's very parallel kind of thinking with the sort of stuff mm. he's been doing. So you could just imagine he's about had a bad experience in lockdown and he's gone a bit. He's gone a bit. Weird. But like I said, we're not, you know, we don't know this via him just being on Twitter and losing his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like someone's someone's walking down an alleyway and they're like, wow, that rat seems pretty fired up about the the yeah. vaccine mandates. Yeah, yeah. And then they have to do however they do it. I don't know who comes in and verifies and they're like, yeah, this is not only, not only have you discovered a Banksy, you've discovered the first anti-vax Banksy. Yeah. This is the evidence that he's lost his mind he, and gone full anti-vax. And all of a sudden there's a there's a trans rat like swimming against other female rats right, around the corner right. on a cartoon on a milk shop <laughs> yeah, wall yeah. and you go, oh God, Banksy. All kind right, of an artist who it would, be, it would actually be pretty interesting to watch him go off the deep end just to see the, the way of that manifesting itself in his art would be yeah. like actually quite interesting. Just, I Not mean, just a know. soundbite in an interview, just like, yeah. You get all these other political cartoonists that get old and get get fucking weird. He's not that far off that position. No, he's a, he does political cartoons. Yep, he's getting on in years. It's yep. time for him to go full crazy right wing. I reckon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Have we done a check on whether Souls is still alive? Snake Tales, Souls. You'd like to think that'd be that'd be in the news, surely. Uh, yeah, but then state funeral. I was. I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be. I don't. I don't sound like that guy, but you know, I I don't read the paper anymore. And I pick it up. I picked it up the other day and looked at it and went, "God, this is no good." Like, I, I feel like saying, "Yeah, no shit." But I did pick up. the But paper you had a look at. You picked up the paper specifically to have a look at the snake tails. No, I just picked it up and thought I'll have. A, I was at a McDonald's. I thought I'll have. A, I'll have a well, look through it. And God, it's it's gotten. I'm sure everyone's done this over time, mm. but. I remember the paper always being worth having a look at, but I picked up the paper and went, this is fucking terrible. Is he, 
Is he still doing new ones? Because I assumed it was one of those things like, you know, Calvin and Hobbes is generally still in there, but there hasn't been a new one of them in like fucking, you know, 20 years or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I remember going, it it is so funny that the newspapers here have just had the same like four comic strips in them for 30 years now. Like they've never, I remember going to America and getting the comics page when I was a kid and like all these different comics and then you read books about like, you know, the, about Charles Schultz and stuff and like, you can, like, strips can get cancelled. Strips get taken out of the paper if they're not popular enough. Yeah. But the Herald Sun has just had, like, Garfield, I think Calvin and Hobbes and Snake Tales for just 30 years. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, no oh, one's more. writing in and going, get this shit out of here. More. Longer, I reckon. And The Age, what do you got in there? You got The Wizard of Id, you got Hagar, and you got oh. uh, bl- bloody Family family some, Tales, Family Ties or something. I've got some, I've got some news about... Um, about Sol. Alan Sa- Salisbury, mm. nicknamed Souls. Um, he, it says on his Wikipedia page. Now, I, I thought, we've talked about this um, in years gone by. We thought, I'm pretty sure we thought he lived in Thailand. We got told that yeah. by, an, by a uh, colleague of his. Oh, that's right. Is that where we got that from? Okay. Yeah. Well, here it says he currently resides in Launceston, Tasmania. Okay. Maybe we could go and... Go and uh, find some information on him next week when we go to Tasmania. We could try and get him down to be on the show. Well, we were we were encouraged by the the guys down there, the guys down at uh, Fresh Comedy in Tasmania, mm. to do a show in Launceston. They're yep. like, no, come and do, come and do Launceston. It's it's, it's better than Hobart. And we were like, oh, you got to stick to Hobart because it's the ca- it's the capital. Yeah, it's the nation's capital of yep. Tasmania. Yeah. But now I'm thinking, you know, I really do like Launceston. Launceston's um, great. Yeah. At the very least, we do like a hunt for Delaver Dover style, like us <laughs> finding souls, searching for souls. Yeah, and then what do we do when we find him? Why are you so fucked? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If we just played a straight bat and just did full full career retrospective about he's not that old. I I kept thinking he was like so old, but he's seventy three. Talk, take us back to that first moment when you thought, imagine if a snake had big tits. Yes. <laughs> It's, I'm looking it up. Apparently, when it got it got uh, distributed in in America, they got rid of the Lady Snake's big honkers. Really, Lola yeah. Bunny style. Yeah, they they ter- they toned it down. Yep. Damn. Yep. The green M M&M, and M, Lola Bunny, yep. and the Lady Snake. Yeah. All victims of the PC culture gone there. Massive vag on her though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Americans love her. Yeah. Just a giant gaping, puss. Gaping yeah. cunt. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but no boobs, so uh, that's a shame. No but, natties, uh, no natties. They like that. Snake. They like they like that in the Bible Belt. Well, again, I mean, we already got we've already got stuff there to talk about with him. Just ask <laughs> a seventy-year-old man grilling him about a snake's tits. Yeah, <laughs> they're big too. They're really big. They they're fucking what? They're like they're the not, size of her head. They're not natural. They are gigantic. At some in the Snake Tales universe, at some stage, Lady Snake has had the snake has gotten fake boobs. Yeah. Yeah, a snake has got an implant. I keep I can never remember what it is. This was during lockdown. Me and my girlfriend were watching something, and I I wish I could remember what film it was or what actress. But um, we just we're watching the film, and my girlfriend just pointed at this person on the screen and went, "Big tits." <laughs> but now you know, maybe it was, maybe we were, maybe we were looking at the Herald Sun and we were just reading a Snake Tales because mm. those have got to be like pound yeah. for pound ratio wise. Yeah, some of the biggest on the planet. <laughs> Biggest on a reptile, yeah, for sure. yeah, absolutely biggest on a reptile. <laughs> well, if you're in Tasmania and you've got and you've got some kind of link to the great man Souls, oh, um, at the very least, he's we we you know, he's on the door. I would love, I'd love that. 
Uh, I'd love to hear some more about his life, where he's also created strips called The Ludicrous Life of Lenny the Loser, who then uh, created something, uh, created an American gangster strip called Fingers and Toes. Okay. And And it appeared in American newspapers, but encountered a number of problems with U.S. publishers, including its portrayal of a drunken judge, occasional muggings, and U.S. anti-violence campaigns. Souls just can't catch a break with trying to break into the U.S. market. <laughs> this is like when this is like when they made a big deal about they were screening the castle over in the States, and they're like, but they're going to have to change the line about Rissoles because they don't have them. Right. It's like, yeah, you can't have you, a drunk judge in America. How's this? How's this for a bit of trivia? So Snake Tales... Uh, it was a bit like Robot Man. Remember Robot Man? Love where, Robot Man. Got where, a book of Robot Man. Yeah, which then turned into... Monty. Monty, exactly. Same deal here. Snake Tales, not originally called Snake Tales. was originally called Old Timer. But then the snake huh. became the... Breakout the, star. The breakout star. Yeah. That is... So whatever happened to Old Timer? It's crazy to me that, um, that Jim Medic fucked off Robot Man from the strip. Yes. It's so weird. Yes. Premise, nerdy inventor, invents a little robot companion. I think he's an alien or something. But anyway, he's got like a little robot companion. Mm. They get into all sorts of weird little scrapes. And then, yeah, and then he pissed off the robot. And then now it's just a strip about a guy. Yeah. (laughs) There's like nothing distinct about it at all. Yeah, you think that's the angle. That's the angle. Yeah. Uh, In 2000, the American basketball team, Rio Grande Valley Vipers, adopted his character Snake as their official mascot. The first time an Australian cartoon character had been so adopted. Wow. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super surprised at that. I mean, what what are the other Australian cartoon characters that you could use for a basketball team? Blinky Bill. Yeah, not a lot of American koala themed yeah. teams. I do like that because I'm looking at that, and then they've got a link to the the Vipers. You know, on Wikipedia, you click on their link, and no longer the logo. They no, no lo- longer the mascot. Oh, no longer the mascot. Okay, yeah. that is uh, that is weird though. Mm. We need an we need an Australian cartoon character. Also, I mean Louis the Fly. Louis the Fly. Yeah, yeah. Well, who's there should be an NBA team with Lady Snake. With the, yeah, with the yeah, big, yeah. The big honkers. Yeah. WNBA maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like a, or just even here like a netball team. Yeah. Yeah. The Lady Snakes. You know what we should do? I mean, we, we haven't played for ages now, but Greg Larson's Rat World should have Lady Snake. Oh, yes. As the mascot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Even despite the fact that the snake is obviously the enemy of the rat mm-hmm. and would eat the rat. Yeah. So if we're called something, but our mascot is something no ladies that would on the kill team. us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It sounds, that sounds, that makes sense. Okay. All right. Lady Snake's our mascot. All right. Well, thanks. Um, yeah. Who the fuck was this? Where, where the fuck was that? Anthony Litster. Oh, thanks, Anthony. Yeah, fucking hell. Long way from home. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Oliver Charlton. Okay. Yep. Oliver. This is uh, when I when I this is this has come up as as uh, with this little bit of info. This is a guy that's subscribed and resubscribed several times. Oh, okay. One of these guys, you know, it's good to to remind some. A lot of times, people will hit me up and go, oh, "I'm a Patreon subscriber," and then I look it up and go, "No, you're not," and they go, "Oh." I change credit cards. So um, if you're one of those guys out there, one of these girls out there, check your subscription. Just remember, sometimes mm-hmm. people think they're uh, they're subscribed and they're not. Yep. So um, this this guy, Oliver Charlton, I mean, he, he's, uh, he could have been very loose with his visas over the years, and that's what's happened there. So um, I mean, having, a, having like a lost wallet or, a you know, having to cancel a credit card for whatever reason, it is nice in the sense that it's just like a full system reset. All of your... 
all of your little subscription services that you've been forgetting to, like mm. your streaming platforms that you don't use anymore, and yeah. you're like, I really got to unsubscribe from that. You keep forgetting to do it. Well, guess what? Mm. Losing the card, having it cancelled, yeah. having them all bounce back, that just does it for you. Just yeah. a full... Just a full reset. Don't it feels remind good. people on here, please, Tommy. They might <laughs> deliberately chuck their wallet down the toilet. Just <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, but Oliver Charlton, um, very English name for starters. Oliver. Don't yep. get much more English than that. Charlton, a place in London, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. So, um, very um, a great uh, a Vale, a great uh, old venue in Melbourne, um, a uh, a karaoke bar. In Melbourne, oh, that you and I went to yes one time, I believe after the Antenna Awards, yes, with Dave Thornton, yes, when we uh, were nominated for I don't know best hmm. comedy or something, something, um, yeah, no, it was a place, it was a very good place to go on a Friday night or something, a lot of fun, yeah, very rowdy, kind of yeah, pretty dingy and divey, but like a karaoke bar where it was like well, it was karaoke a- in a public. Setting, not it was a pool rooms. hall with karaoke, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, Chucked yeah, into yeah. it because Charlton was, um, I would assume, named after I think Eddie, Eddie Charlton, the famous Australian snooker player. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that go- just goes to show how that all works, where we're just like, it's a karaoke bar. No, no, no. I think that was chucked in as a last resort. Yeah. Know. Well, karaoke was the fun bit. Pool yeah. You can do anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Heggie, big fan of karaoke, which, you know, just another string to the bow of the weird man that is uh, Luke Heggie, where you'd imagine he would hate anyone. That did karaoke, but mm. no, he absolutely fucking loves it. I saw Luke Eggie in the street like uh, two days ago on his way in to a pool hall. Oh, really? Mm. Did he have the um the 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 little pool cue broken in half? He didn't, but it was like I saw him. It was like eleven a.m. and he was like folding up his bike out the front of this. Oh, place. he had the like, fold up bike, not the fold up. Yeah, cue. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, just going in here to shoot some pool with a mate. Right. Like at eleven a.m. <laughs> Such a strange... You're <laughs> wagging school. This is Easter Monday, 11 a.m., oh, right. shooting pool with a mate. I was yeah. like, I mean, I guess you're doing shows at night, but it's like, still just something about the timing of it was like... His life is full of stuff he should be ranting about on stage. Yes. Yep. It's yep. Um, chockers with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I did, I did, I think, I'm pretty sure I saw him perform there. He loves the karaoke. He was telling me the other day um, that he once won, like... I don't know. I think like a thousand bucks. Okay. By rocking into some, they they were having the final of a karaoke competition at some pub, mm. and he was like half cut. Goes in there, forces his way on into the final, having oh, wow. not done any of the re- other rounds. Yep. And the classic karaoke trick that a lot of people um, uh, fall into the uh, you know into the the what would you say um, don't know the trick of at the very least. Which is they get on there and they sing the song that they can sing instead of singing the song that people want to hear. Yes. And so yes. he gets up there. He's got a bunch of English backpackers in there. He does a bit of uh, uh, Don't Look Back in Anger. Okay. Walks out there with a with a cool grand in cash. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he said, I actually ran out of there because I sort of thought someone's going to be onto me in a minute. And I'm like... Onto what? Yeah. Like, what's the scam? You sang a song and they all and everyone was People pissed and they it. liked that song. Yeah. You won. Yeah. So well, um, good for him. Yeah. Very funny. Just to think of uh, Luke Heggie up there, bit of a. Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear him sing. I can't. I can't imagine it. Mm. Yeah. No, he's he's serious about it. He loves it. Okay. Mm. We should go. Weird. Yeah. Okay. We should, uh, we should book a room. Okay. 
Mm. Oh, just one of those intense ones where it's just the five of us or whatever, yeah. just in the little room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I want to see him in front of a crowd. You want to? Yeah, okay. Where is there? Le- it's it's. That's the problem, is though, is that it's hard to find those places. There's not really too many of them around. There's one in Brunswick. But yeah, that's the, kind the of place I can think to. of is Charlton's that we're yeah. just talking about does not exist yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I nearly ran, a, nearly ran a comedy night in there once. I was looking for a new venue, and I went in there, and they were like, yeah, yeah, that's what we want, comedy in here. Because they did use that, that venue in there for like a comedy festival. They were a comedy festival venue, venue, yeah. Like one or two years. Yeah. And they were, this guy was like, yes, 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 I want it in here. And I was like thinking, oh God, this seems a little bit weird. And then a week later, the guy texts me to go, yeah, don't run any comedy in there. They just sacked me. They're a pack of cunts. I'm like, <laughs> okay. No all right. Worries. See you, boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, Oliver. Thanks, Oliver. Uh, all right. Uh, one more. Let's let's yep. do one more. We're in the... I haven't had lunch the, yet. And it's the, getting late. Yes. I'm hungry. I am close to my favorite cookie place. Oh, yep. And uh, I'm going to go down there and have a look. And it's 2.30 in the afternoon and there is a chance that they're, they're no longer baking. So I better I better get down there. Get your skates on. Better get down there in the pouring fucking rain. Mm. Also, I parked my car in a one-way street. And this has been on my brain the whole fucking time. I parked my car and I sat in the car because I was waiting for you. Like in terms of uh, you said meet me at this time. Yep. I was there about 20 minutes early. I thought I'll just sit in the car and do a bit of work. Mm-hmm. Tight one-way street. Nothing but trucks and vans coming down that street. Oh yeah, nearly fucking my car yep. at all times, and 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 I, I'm sitting there, and very clearly they're looking at me and looking and going, "We well, well, better not fuck this guy's car up." Yeah, because he's in it. Because he's in it. Yeah. Now I'm not in it. They're thinking, "Great, he's gone." Yeah. Let's do a lap of the block and yep. come back and get it once he's pissed Let's off. Monster truck it. Yeah. Just okay. go over the top of, right. his, of fucking the got him mobile. Um. So that's going to be very interesting. Um, all right, let's uh, let's crack on. Um, fifth and final one this week. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Oh, thank you very much to Megan Comedy. Megan or Megan? Oh, I don't know. It's well, it's spelt the same. I don't know. This this is this this might be finally uh, okay. Come over, Megan Comedy. Yep. Um, this is an in for us to meet because we pretty sure we've had a lot of people on this show called Comedy. Yep. So if, um, and we feel good about it. There's a good association there. So yeah. this is like a good Megan that we're meeting. Yeah. 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 Oh well, thanks, thanks, thanks Megan. Thanks, Megan. Comedy. Thanks, uh, thanks everyone who supports on Patreon. Uh, LittleDumDumClub dot com. Get yourself a ticket to the shows this weekend and in Tasmania. Uh, and thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.